listening to the Big Top Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Amy Seifert, and my other host, Lori Brittenham, will be joining us in a moment. And today we have a bonus episode. It is our New Year's resolution episode. Just coming in, talking about how do we feel about resolutions, first of all? Do we like them? Do we not? Have we done them in the past? Um, And what are we thinking about this year? And listeners, we would love to hear what your resolutions are, but Lori and I just talk about what's worked in the past, what hasn't, um, and what what we are resolving this year, and and some of the tools and tips and tricks we've got going on, just kind of banter. I mean, obviously, we're going to laugh hard and learn well. It's it's what we're going to do. We're going to keep doing it into the new year, but this is for you guys. Here's to 2019. Uh, Yeah, enjoy the show. We're back, and it is a New Year's special is what's happening here, and I'm with my friend Lori. Lori, how you doing? Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> like we're, we're recording on New Year's Eve day. New Year's Eve day. Will you stay up till midnight tonight? <laughs> uh, maybe. <What? laughs> I, this year, I'm committed. Oh, you are? You are? Okay. Yeah, I bought party hats and some um, glasses. <laughs> <laughs> With like the 2019. Yeah. Wait, yeah. What, what are you doing? We're getting a hotel with some of our friends. So That's we're going to, awesome. it will be really fun. So we're doing, we're going to the fanfare. You're going to the fanfare. Last year I sat on my couch and fell asleep at like nine, maybe. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, you, you were pregnant. I was pregnant. That's true. Thank That's, you for validating. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Cause I felt like a loser. So I said this year, it's a different year. We're doing yeah. it different. What hotel? Like what? Well, you don't have to tell all the things. But, <laughs> but you like, find me. <laughs> no, I mean, like, does the hotel have like a thing happening, or no, you're it's doing like a thing? it's like a dirty hotel with a pool it's for like- our kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we'll be. You're gonna have your kids. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This should be fun. Dirty. <laughs> what are you doing? We're party hopping. Is what we're yeah, doing. Of course you are. Do you have party hats? Not at the smaller party. Cool. They do like a balloon drop at like 10 for the kids. Oh, that's know? fun. Yeah. And then, and that's where I petered out before. I'm like, let's just go home. I'm tired. Yeah. yeah I'm like, for sure. what's happening? But I think that I might be into win tonight. A couple of years ago, I spent New Year's Eve at Lake Erie and they dropped, <laughs> <laughs> you said they dropped balloons yeah. and they dropped a rainbow trout. What? Yeah. Cause Wait, I don't- they drop fish? Correct. Like a From, big, like, <laughs> <laughs> wait on your, <laughs> on your <laughs> listeners. Here it is. <laughs> First time we can't get it together. <laughs> I'm sorry. I should have said it. it's a big fake fish, <laughs> but they still dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's like a big ball, you know, like the disco ball, but instead, oh, <laughs> I get it. It's, it's a ball that drops trout. What's happening? I can't. I'm crying. 
<laughs> I would not want to be in that room, but I get it now. A big fake fish. But isn't that funny? Yeah, it is funny. It's less funny than a thousand fly fish. <laughs> I was going to be like, get out of that room. It's gross. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, hey, do you want to hear some funny New Year's resolutions? I saw yeah. on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Okay. Give it to me. Um, okay. My New Year's resolution is to exercise my right to eat more tacos. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, I can get behind that. Um, what else do I have? Uh, my New Year's resolution is to increase my relationship status from forever alone to slightly desperate. <laughs> kind of all right, fun. all right. Last one. My New Year's resolution is to love myself like Kanye loves himself and believe in myself like Kanye believes in himself. <laughs> all right. This is a good one. You know what? We should think about our past year. Like, do you get reflective about your year? I do. Mm-hmm. Do you? I try to. I try to be mindful. And this might be the moment that I'm trying. So here's a question for you. Okay. When you think about the past year, what, what's the best book that you read? The best book? Hey, that's a good question. The Turquoise Table. You heard of this? Love that. And in fact, don't you have one? I have the book and the table. Yes. You did it. So I don't know if you, have you read it? I haven't read it only from you. You've told me. Okay. I'm telling you what listeners, if there is one single book I can recommend, it is the turquoise table. This woman, she was committed to neighboring well. Yes. So so what she realized was people were hanging out in their backyards and never their front yards. Hmm. And so you had to know your neighbors to get to their backyards, but she said, nobody's meeting anybody. And so she put a big fat picnic table, painted it turquoise, put it in her front yard Awesome. And she would go outside every morning and just hang out at her picnic table. And people like going to the bus stop or whatever would pop by your house and sit down. So I bought a turquoise table. I got a table to paint it turquoise. Yep. So it's sitting in my front yard. Is it happening? Do people come well, and hang out? No. Sometimes there's an old lady. <laughs> there's an old lady named Pat who walks her dog. She'll yeah. She's 85. I love Pat. Yeah. She'll drop by cookies every now and then. But that's – But I got to get out there like- more. Look at that girl at her table. Maybe I'll bring her cookies. She feeling like yeah. <laughs> no, I gotta get there more. I really think it's actually brilliant. I want to. I, I want a neighbor amazing. well. Yes, in a neighborhood. I love that. Aim. So are you are you feeling reflective? Right now, I'm reflecting. Okay. Yes. What are like a couple words that you would use to describe 2018? Man. Okay. I'm gonna go with these two. Peak and valley. All right. And I'm saying peak because, and I mean, I'm really only thinking about from, well, yeah, my year, but I think about from summer till now. Um, the peak was, you know, landing a book contract with Tyndale. It was like amazing. So fun. that's a high peak. That's a high, that's a mountaintop because that's a dream of mine. And, but then the valley, we plummeted and found out Robbie had Crohn's and our, I felt like our life flipped upside down and, uh, but it was at the same time. And I just feel like, isn't that life? The more I live, the more it's not like, it's not, um, one or the other. Often we're holding them together. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm some, I'm somehow <laughs> on the mountaintop as well as in the valley. And that's just how I think about my year. And I feel like it's not abnormal if you're finding yourself there. You're not weird. Like mm-hmm. this is just, this is life. 
the human experience. The human experience. Yeah. So that's good. Okay. What is the best way that you spent your time in 2018? Best way I spent my time here. I'll say this. So last fall, so probably like 10 months ago, I, so I was pregnant and I felt like God spoke to me and I don't know what people think about that, but I felt like God spoke to me and said, this is the year that you need to establish your family. Cause I just feel like for years, even when Lander was a toddler, I was pretty focused like on my career. And so I felt like this year, God was like, you need to really focus on your family. Mm. It was very clear. And so I think the best way I spent my time this year was all the times in the margins where I spent time with my family. And I remember so many times where I was late to different appointments or late to different meetings. And I need to be better about being on time. I admit that, (laughs) but I will never regret these. Like, like sometimes I would just spend a couple extra minutes in the morning Mm. with my kids eating breakfast. And I think the best way I spent my time was like around a kitchen table, spending Mm -hmm. more time with my kids and my husband. Yes. It's just, yeah, I, don't never, I don't regret it. Even however many times I was late to anything. I don't care. I will never regret my family time. For sure. And didn't you, you, got, you guys put together like a family mantra, right? We kind did. Yeah. We yeah. had like a family retreat and we came out with three values for a family. I love it. It was so great. And so I feel like they've been our North star and we've got more of a vision for our family this year that. than we ever have before. Mm-hmm. Way to make that a priority. Yeah. Do you have a best way that you spent your time? Um, I think that the dates that I've gone on with my husband, um, either gone out or gone in last night, uh, or this morning at breakfast, Robbie said to me, how was your couch date last night, mom? Um, because he knows that Rob and I have couch dates after the kids are in bed, we plop down and we are intentional that we're not in our phones. We're going to have a conversation, maybe a glass of wine. Um, looking at each other, don't have to get fancy or go anywhere. And that, I feel like that poured into my family and poured mm-hmm. into me. Um, and I, I love that guy that I married still do. Isn't it interesting? Both of us said things that probably the moment didn't feel urgent, but oh, they right. were important. And that's the kind of stuff that I need to be investing more time into. Oh, cause as moms, we could live in the tyranny of the urgent all day long, all day long. But it's the stuff like a year later that you look back on, you're like, that probably wasn't that urgent, but it was really important. Nope. Totally. So, but I can get caught up in the hustle and bustle. Uh, yes. Wait, okay. What was the single biggest time waster that you spent 2018? Pinterest. Oh, you love the Pinterest. (laughs) (laughs) What do you do on Pinterest? I mean, if I had another life or another job, I would want to be an interior designer, right? So... I love seeing what's happening in like Scandinavian design and minimalism, simplifying. I love seeing capsule wardrobes and what people are doing. Just all the visual, all the arts. You, yeah, you love it. I, oh, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Is I, it though? It's yes. hours wasted. It's hours. Well, <laughs> I mean, we all have our things, right? Yeah. Tell me. You're not on Pinterest. What are you doing? No, I used to be. Um, Realtor.com. I that's where I live. I it, do. Yeah. Honestly, I, I had to, I had, I, I had to take it off my phone because it was, love. it was hours, hours, hours on different houses. Just thinking, when will I find my million dollar home? 
I need to, have you seen, people were doing this where you can put like a time limit on your phone and it like shuts down. I um, have that. But then the problem is, is it says, you want to ignore this? And I said, <laughs> like, I do yeah. want to ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, you can override that thing right away. Yeah. So that's my problem. No, I get it. I get it. Wait, I got, I got a question for you. Would you rather lick a trash can <laughs> <laughs> or the bathroom floor? You surprised me with that. Would you rather? <laughs> I just need to get it in. We got to lick a bathroom floor. Lick a trash can or lick the bathroom floor. That's filthy. Ew. But you have to lick one. What you licking? Oh, I can't. <laughs> Probably the bathroom. <laughs> really? Oh, I can't even think about it. That makes me <laughs> ill. <laughs> I mean, I have seen the bottom of my trash can and I. I was want. just thinking the side. Just a quick lick on the side. What? Yeah. <laughs> nope. I That's don't want it. I'm looking the side real quick. I'm not doing the bathroom. Ew. Grody. I feel like I clean my bathroom more than my trash can. This is probably true. I don't know if I've ever cleaned my trash can. Oh, I do. Cause it stinks. All right. Hey, bonus episode. Yeah. Let's talk goals and resolution. Yes. And I don't, then I want our listeners to weigh in as well. Yeah. Let's do it. But just share with me, you got any resolutions for 2019? I know. First of all, can we talk about how we even feel about resolutions? Let's talk about that. Yeah. How do you feel about resolutions? Um, when I hear it, I think, ooh, I want to, but I don't think I can. Like that's Why? what goes through my head. Um, because I just feel like I fail in them. One year, I resolve to floss every day. Oh, how'd that go? Oh, by week, by, by week three, I had failed miserably. And then I was wow. like, this is the worst. I can't yeah. keep this up. Yeah. I just feel like I can set myself up for failure. However, there have been other years where I have resolved to do something and I did it. So I don't know. I guess it depends on the kind of resolve or if you're willing to take the thousand steps that, you know, every small step that, that gets there. What's like a resolution that's worked for you? Okay. So I remember one year, so you and I, we've been on, we were on staff in a ministry together and we have this big winter conference every year. And I heard this woman, she was teaching on stage. She was sharing fantastic stories about an orphanage that she runs. She had written a couple books. She was entertaining. And I thought, I was like crawling out of my skin because I thought I want to do that. And I was doing some of that, like teaching and sharing, but like she was writing about her experiences so that people could read them on their own time. And I just thought, I want to do that. So I ended up finding her number, contacted a bunch of people, found her number, called her. This is all before the new year. This is like two days before, right? And was like, tell me, how did you write a book? You have a hundred children. Like what's <laughs> going on? You're a mom. You know? So I researched, I, I talked to her. She was great. And I felt, I still felt overwhelmed by the information of doing that. And I felt like God whispered to me, like, just write some things mm. down. Mm -hmm. um, and so I started writing some things down every day and then a book. And now we're on to the second. So it just, that, I think I resolved in my heart. I was determined. I like wasn't resting until I figured out my path. Yeah. That's interesting. I'm, I'm reading this book called Atomic Habits. Mm-hmm. And he talks about that same philosophy. He talks about this idea of getting 1% better every day. And yeah. I love it. It's put it in perspective for me because I think oftentimes I don't like resolutions either. I'm not a goal setter at all. People know this about me. They're like, Lori, you've never set a goal in your life. And <laughs> <laughs> I hate him. But he talks about this idea of getting 1% better 
And often I don't like goals because I don't see the progress fast enough. Yes. But he compares setting habits and goals like compound interest or like say your retirement fund. Mm-hmm. So if you get 1% better every day, just like your retirement fund, it will flatline and not look any different for a long period of time. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, right? Like you get this hockey stick curve and all of a sudden it's like your whole, your, your finances look different on a 1% compound interest rate. But then all of a sudden, if it's in the same way, your habits make your life look a lot different if you just get 1% better every day. And so in the same sense, like watching you write every day, 1% a day, for instance. Yeah. Now you're this, like you're a published author. That's huge. You probably didn't feel that way. Right. Along the way. Nope. But a couple years later. Yeah. So I, I like that idea. I do that like idea. I like that idea. And so if I think about it, a resolution in that way of like, it's small choices along the way that feels mm-hmm. way more manageable. Right. Than right. like, I'm going to tackle this huge thing. And for sure, you, you can't take down that giant. You got to like bit by bit. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's how I feel about them, but I, I want to have them. So do you have any for this year? Yeah, I've got, I feel like I've, I think in categories, I've got like some family resolutions, like as a mom for my family. And then I have some personal ones. Um, so for my family, it is time to get on the allowance train Ooh, yeah, and help everybody manage their money. Well, like I would be sad if my kids felt like, yeah, my mom and dad, they didn't teach me how to manage my money. We need to do this. It's a huge Mm -hmm. life skill, Mm -hmm. very valuable. So, but it requires me to, on a monthly basis, have a plan, Mm -hmm. get out cash because we're credit card only. So I have to like go get out cash, the right amounts, because I want them to save and tithe. Right. And it's like a system I got to put in place, Mm -hmm. but I wrote out my plan and I'm, we're going to start. And my 11 year old will keep me accountable because he wants to have allowance. So he's going to be like, mom, let's do this. Um, that one, I also want to memorize scripture with my kids. Um, God's word. I think it changes our lives. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think that we could probably tackle a verse, um, every week or every two weeks. Um, and it can be simplified, not a big deal. Mm -hmm. I can put some links actually to some of my favorite, um, ways we've been doing that. Yeah. That actually be awesome. Yeah. So those are, um, a couple for, my family. And then personally, (laughs) I don't want to get one parking ticket this year. (laughs) I keep paying for things that I don't, I, I could eliminate this. And then my other thing, um, this feels like an example of personal, like, or like smaller things each month, I'm going to fast from something in my life. Mm. Mm. What do you think you got to fast from? um, Well, so right now on my, on my blog, um, I'm doing the simplifying project. Um, and so we're simplifying um, a different area of our life each week in January. Cause you know, we're kicking it off. Um, but part of the simplifying is a mindset change. You can't just like simplify and be done. Like you actually need to think about who is bringing in more stuff. That's you. So mm. I want to stop bringing in more stuff. I can get rid of stuff, but if I keep replacing it, what are we doing? For sure. So I would love to do some like extra spending fasts. Um, some clothing fasts, some, even some extra food fasts. Like, so just thinking through fasting from something every month. Mm, I love that. I was seeing this one author. She said she was going to do a no spend year. Um, yes, that there's a, there's, yeah, there's a girl who did that too. How are you doing that? 
I don't know what that means. No spending, like no, no, like a no extra, extra right? Because she has God. to eat, eat and pay rent. Yeah, but yeah, so she'd have to it. determine what's extra, right? And then not. Oh, it just sounds crazy to me. But you know, I could see you doing that. I feel like <laughs> you, you would do that. <laughs> you crazy lady? You're, no, yeah. you're good. Aim, you're a good goal setter and keeper. Mm, I mean, sometimes. Uh, no, you are. I got, <laughs> I, I got to learn a couple of things from you. Wait, so tell me, speaking of, what, what you got? What are you thinking? What are you resolving? Well, here's the thing. So like I said, I don't like resolutions. I don't do them. I don't have any goals. I know. It's fine. But <laughs> I, so there is this, this author who talks about cultivating goals. Yeah. And I, she's actually has like a process. And she's got a couple steps in her process. And she says the first step of your process should be kind of leaning into the idea of retrospect. And I like this because since she walks you through like, okay, what are some really good things that happened in the last 12 months? And then not only what are some good things, but who are some people that helped you achieve your goals last year? Because whoever those people were, you should align, you should align yourself with them and your yes. next year. So I've, I've, it's been helpful to think through like, okay, who are the people who have helped me stick with my goals? Cause I want to continue to align my life with them. Yes. So sitting down and kind of thinking through the last year has been helpful. And then she talks about cultivate dreaming. She kind of gets like this larger view. And this is why I think um, even while watching you become a published author has been really cool. Mm-hmm. I think you're motivated to keep your goals because it was, your goal was tied to something in your heart. A lot of times we'll pick up these goals that are like smart, measurable, all the things, the smart goals. Yeah. You know, specific, sorry, specific, measurable, time related, all those yeah, things. Yeah. What's missing out of that is the heart. Mm. And so oftentimes people will be like, I want to lose weight. And it's like, why do you want to lose weight? Because I want to be skinnier. Actually, what would be more helpful is like, I want to lose weight because I want to be able to walk my daughter down the aisle when I'm an 85 year old dad. Whatever. You have this vision. This yeah. And I think that's heart. Because that's what will sustain you when you fail and fall off the bandwagon. So I think that's been helpful. Is like, okay, what, what am I passionate about? And what am I zealous about? Because that's what's going to keep me in the race. I love that. That's been helpful. Look, so looking back with the retrospect, um, cultivate dreaming. Like what's the heart? What's the vision that will keep you there? Then she says, name the yes things and then name the no things. Mm. Um, so what am I going to say yes to this year? And then I like that she flips it. Like, what am I going to say no to? I think I... Often I think resolutions let me say yes to. But You're going to add all this no. stuff. Yes. <laughs> Which is fair and right. But then I'm like, okay, what am I taking away? Or what am I? Oh, that's good. I'm going to strike out this year. Um, that's unhelpful. And then this is where I kind of land. Instead of a resolution, she says, choose your word for the year. And I like, yeah. I feel like I can do that. Like what's the theme for mm-hmm. my year? Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, I feel like God has stirred in my heart this idea of hope. Um mm. And there's this verse in Hebrews and it says, hope anchors the soul. Yes. And I've just been really clinging to that a lot because I, I feel like God is kind of stirring something in me that says the next year to year and a half, there's going to be some real change for my family. And I don't totally know what that means. Um, it feels even kind of weird to say like publicly because I'm like, yeah. who knows if I'm right or wrong on that. Yeah. But I feel like there's a year and a half, there's going to be some change. And so I actually feel pretty antsy and excited for those changes. Mm -hmm. And so I can want to think ahead, but instead there's this hope for the promise ahead. And so the hope is anchoring me in today. I can think in gratitude for what's today Mm -hmm. and not just discontentment for the future. 
It's been helpful. And so with that, then, and then she just kind of lands her process on like write some goal ideas. So if my word for the year is hope, one of the things I'm saying yes to is gratitude. And then I'm saying no to discontentment. Yes. Um, And that's kind of it. Like it's one thing. It's kind of like goes back to that 1% idea. I don't want a ton of goals. I'm not good at them. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, this is the one thing this year. Yeah. Hope is my North star. Yeah. And then gratitude is my discipline that I'm saying yes to. And no is the dis my discontentment is the no. So that's kind of where I'm landing this year. One thing I'm trying to do a lot is I'm going to set alarm at 1:45 in the afternoon because mm. both my kids will be sleeping uh-huh. and I want to be able to at 1:45 say thank you for three things. I was just going to ask what practice are you going to put in place? Yeah. For these things. So yeah. yeah. I think it's that, like set an alarm. I love and it. the other thing, I kind of said this already, but I, I really, and this sounds stupid, but something I'm obsessed with is looking at realtor.com and looking at houses. Yeah. It's because I'm looking for a different life. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> and I know it sounds oh, stupid, it. but like we're no. all going to something that yeah. fulfills our discontentment. And so yeah. for me, that's that. And so I literally, I had to delete the app off of my phone and Good every time you. I'm tempted to go back to like the website or whatever. I have to say, I'm training myself to say thank you for the house that I live in. Cause that is like one of my biggest area of discontentment. I so, love that. That's where I am. That is beautiful. 2019 hope and gratitude for Lori. That's right. You know, you know what I love about the word resolve? What do you love? I was looking up the definition and yeah. just decide firmly on a course of action. Ooh, that's good. You know what it doesn't say though, that it, that, and void of failure, like void of failure is not involved in this definition. So you might set your alarm at one forty-five, and you mm-hmm. might miss it. It's totally. fine. You still decided on your course of action. You're still going in that direction. Yeah. If you fail, do it tomorrow. That's good. Like, it's not like we have to pitch the whole thing in the garbage. You're still, you have a course of action. That's good. I love that. Yeah. And you've decided yeah, you're going to fail for work. sure. We are going to fail in, as we have this resolve in our soul that tied to our heart. But mm-hmm. I just want to encourage you, encourage me, our listeners, failure. We can fail forward. For sure. You can get back up and keep resolving. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's good. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, it's progress over time, right? That yes. Matters. Yes. Good things will grow over time. Failure or not, it's fine. Just get back on the bandwagon. Right. Well, I'm excited to hear what our listeners I know. have as a resolution. And you know what? I know we're going to release this on January 1st. So some of our listeners might feel like, oh my gosh, I'm like way behind the eight ball, <laughs> whatever. Right. But here's the thing. January 1st, it's not a magic, it's not a magic day on the calendar. Not you a magic day. goals literally anytime. I know. It's fun to do a calendar flip and be like, I'm going to do a thing. But you're right. It's not magical. It's not magical. So whatever you're listening to this podcast, like you guys, listeners, mm-hmm. encourage you. Sit down, take a minute, think through some of those steps that I was saying, like, look back. What are some of the dreams you've got? What are you saying yes to? What are you saying no to? Choose your word for the year. All the things like think through those steps. I love it. Even if it's June. Happy 2019, ladies and gentlemen. If you're listening to this, you have made it another year, which means we believe that God has more for you and continues to kind of craft and cultivate your purpose. And so we hope that you believe that as well, that God has put another year behind you. And with another year ahead of you, he has more ahead of you. So whatever happened y'all in 2018, good or bad, our hope is that you would use the, the past year as a building block 
to continue building the life that you believe God is equipping you to build. Your 2018 was with significance and purpose, and none of it was in vain. And so we hope that you would use it as a building block, whatever that might be. So, hey, you guys, I am so serious about this. Why don't you hop on to our social media accounts today? Facebook and Instagram are our preferred methods. And weigh in. Do you like New Year's resolutions? Do you not like New Year's resolutions? Maybe you're like me. And if you do, or even if you don't like them, do you have some for the upcoming year? Let us know what you're shooting for, what your goals are, what you think might be um, God is speaking to you uh, for your next year. So let us know what that is. Um, We love every one of you. We can't wait to release to you our next Big Top episode. I'm telling you what, it is actually a pretty important topic um, that we have on deck to release to you guys. So you will not want to miss what's coming up, and I don't say that lightly. Um, so subscribe. If you're not subscribed yet, subscribe to the Big Tap so you know when new episodes come out. We're excited again for the next one. You won't want to miss it. Really important conversation for our culture and our generation at this time. So, hey, laugh hard, learn well, whatever you find that this new year might bring you. All right, we'll see you next time.